Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Hey, everybody. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. The title of this episode is, What is the Value in Elections? Win or Lose? Well, in case you didn't know, I've lived in Oregon for about 40 years, It's not exactly fun living here and being in politics because I'm in the minority. It's not exciting, like being gay, black, or Hispanic. I'm the granddaughter of German immigrants, white, which by the way, is a color, a business owner, an author, mother, and grandmother. I'm also a heterosexual, woman of faith who believes in the original intent of the United States Constitution. Standing for parents' rights in education should be clear and non-controversial, unless, of course, you're a Marxist and think public school teachers and medical professionals should make decisions for and shape your child's worldview. That's why my topic today is so concerning. I'll explain. Oregon Parents' Rights in Education opened a political action committee this election cycle. Because I have run for state legislative office a couple of times, I completely understand the process, but more importantly, the need to make parents' rights in education issues relevant on a legislative level is mandatory. We have to change the laws, and in order to do that, We have to change lawmakers. In addition, where better to inform and debate the issues than on the political stage during the election cycle? And who better to carry the torch than candidates, especially those who have children of their own? We crafted a questionnaire for candidates, asking them to fill it out, and then our endorsement follows. Pretty simple, very straightforward. Give me a few minutes to share it with you. I'm curious to know what you think. Here we go. Oregon Candidate Survey. Do you support the following? Teachers, counselors, administrators, and school board members shall honor the constitutional and statutory rights of parents and guardians, affirming the parent-child relationship. That was number one. Number two, 
Do you oppose K-12 public schools' comprehensive sexuality education curriculum addressing sexual relations and related activities designed to challenge or change traditional sexual and gender norms of society? If adopted, CSE shall be an elective. Yes or no? Number three, do you support the following? Opt-in policies. School officials shall adopt opt-in policies to replace opt-out policies with respect to student participation in medical, social, family questionnaires, and surveys. Item number four. Do you believe all students shall have the right to have their viewpoints respected, allowed, and expressed on an equal basis with other student viewpoints in curriculum and curriculum-related matters? And lastly, number five. Do you believe the best way to assure the rights of parents and guardians to raise and educate their children according to their sincerely held values and beliefs is to provide competitive statewide school choice alternatives. That's it. Five questions, yes or no. Several candidates approached us to endorse them during the primary and several since then. But there are many conservatives, candidates, who have held back. Do they see this as a hot potato, one they cannot touch? Wow. What is not to support? Oregon Right to Life just published their voter's guide. And many candidates chose to align with that issue, even though Oregon is the only state in America with no protective pro-life laws. Oregon also legalized abortion before the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court ruling. Here's the history. In 1969, Oregon became one of the first states to legalize abortion. Senate Bill 193 legalized abortion during the first 150 days of pregnancy. Senate Bill 193 allowed a licensed physician to perform an abortion on an Oregon resident in the following circumstances. One, the baby has a physical or mental handicap. Two, the baby was conceived by rape or other criminal intercourse. Three, the pregnancy poses a substantial risk to the mother's physical or mental health. So, physical or mental handicap, rape, or uh, physical or mental health of the mother. Senate Bill 193 also required all abortions to be performed by a physician and in a hospital. Before any abortion took place, two physicians had to certify in writing the woman's circumstances justified the abortion. In 1973... Roe v. Wade and Doe v. Bolton established abortion on demand in America from conception to birth. Ten years after Roe v. Wade, in 1983, Senate Bill 397 in Oregon was repealed. 
This is the 1969 law, along with all of its restrictions on abortion. That bill was passed for the expressed purpose of protecting unrestricted abortion in Oregon if Roe or Doe were overturned. In 2017, House Bill 3391 forced insurance companies operating in Oregon to fully cover abortion procedures with no copay or deductible. The law also expanded taxpayer funding of abortion, effectually making abortion free to any woman in Oregon. Republican candidates seem to have no problem aligning with a pro-life stand and yet do not believe in parents' rights to direct the education of their children. What is the value in elections, win or lose? It's important to stay engaged in the process, even though we're not so popular. In 2012, I ran for the Oregon Senate against an incumbent Democrat. Voter registration was impossible to overcome. We knew that. I knew it. But we engaged more volunteers in our campaign than most others at the same time. Our campaign was positive and gave hope to the voters who share our views. We raised money and moved the dial in our favor several points, and volunteers placed signs everywhere. We changed minds. It was one of the most positive races ever, and we were able to inform voters. I'm concerned with some candidates' lack of integrity to stand for what they believe. Where is the integrity in avoiding an issue that will come up later and require a vote? Then what will you do? If you are elected, your electorate will call you a flip-flopper or a liar because you did not state your position when you were a candidate. The next time around... You will be voted out, even though your legislation did not pass. Addressing the issue head-on, exposing the problem, and framing it is an offensive approach. Hiding and dodging are defensive and never successful in the long run. Just study the Democrats' strategy. They don't hold back and in Oregon have gained the majority. Our president... Donald Trump has embraced the pro-life issue. And look at what is happening. People are engaging in the conversation. As most do agree, it's wrong to take human life, period. The president does not run from issues. We should study his approach. Why? Because it's working. If Republican candidates cannot bring themselves to advocate for parents... Who will? Oregon's have suffered under Democrat tyranny for 40 years. They gained a House majority in 2006 and a three-fifths supermajority in Oregon's legislature in 2018. How can we change minds? Well, we have to continue. Not stop, not slow down, but we have to continue to expose, motivate, 
and advocate for citizens to join our cause. Instead of hiding behind a facade of moderate platitudes, we must be bold and proud of our views and policies. I encourage you to share this information, to share this podcast, and to point people to our website, our Facebook groups and pages. Study the issues. Share your views with your friends and neighbors. We can do this together. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax-deductible, non-profit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. Please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe School Summit featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. Check out events on our website. See you next time to learn more about parents' rights now.